0: hey
1: everybody welcome to rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music both new and classic I'm Pat Francis and my name is Frank Bernal and we are at an undisclosed location In London, England
2: That is correct
1: And there's no better place to talk about the band we're going to talk about uh, today Than the place where they began
2: that's exactly the, the idea that we had when we, when we talked about recording this episode and said, so now where are we going to record it? Do I come to Los Angeles again? Which I, which I would love to do. Yes. And then, then this idea came up because you are on a vacation.
1: I'm, yes, I'm on, I'm on a... My wife is working and I'm, I'm on a vacation. So uh, my, my wife Pilar is teaching at Region College for two days, screenwriting. Then we're going to Dublin and she's teaching there for a day. And then we're going to Rome, and then there's no teaching there. That's great. It's going to be four and a half days of, uh, of just chilling out, relaxing. Have you been to Rome? I, we neither one of us have, so it, we're very excited.
2: It has a lot of old stuff. <laughs> okay, it's, it's it it really it really is amazing. You know, when you are in a in a building mm-hmm. that is two thousand years old, and the building is still completely there not not in terms of it's not ruins or, right. or it is just it is a building. You go okay.
1: I'll have to remember that because I pr-
2: I probably would just look at stuff and not even realize how old the building is. If you go to the Pantheon, you know it's mm-hmm. it's 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 stunning. It's simply stunning. So, how many times have you been to Rome for for business? Which which really doesn't count because mm-hmm. it's it's just uh, airport taxi conference room taxi airport. Yeah, that's uh, good. no no, but uh, private about five or six times. That's excellent. It's great. It's yeah. it's it's a fantastic city, you know, and it's 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 always fun to drive with a with a scooter in Rome, because there is no rules. There is. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be doing that. There is recommendations. Like on a Vespa. Yes, it's recommendations. So <laughs> recommendations. So, yeah. So do you, re- wear a, do you have to wear a helmet? I don't know if you have to wear a helmet now, uh-huh. but back in the days, you know, when 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 I was there, my, my best friend was there, and uh, for for a for a language school. Yeah. for about three months and i visited him and we obviously uh, took the chance to to get some scooters and we didn't have to wear a helmet there and i remember the first the first time we were on the road we were standing in front of a, a red light um we're the first ones, okay and everyone was passing us no no one stopped that no is, one stopped that is sounds horribly dangerous it but but everybody knows what, what they're doing and if there's a s- slight accident Nobody cares. So,
1: so basically, you and your friend were gumming up the works. You yeah. guys were, the, you guys were the bad
2: drivers. We were the bad drivers, and people were honking horns and 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 giving us rude and salty language, and and that was where we said, All right now, let's let's try to adjust, you know. But that really, you know, that I pooped my pants a couple of times, and uh, at no
1: time did you and this friend uh, get thrown in jail or get into a, a bar fight. <laughs>
2: Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Not thrown in jail, but, but there is there is a funny story about this. I had left, so I'm not exactly involved in in the story that happened. So uh-huh. when I left, a couple of our uh, other friends mm-hmm. came to Rome and visited him. Okay, and they went to Trastevere, which is which is a district of uh, of Rome. Got hammered. Um, where. 5 people on 2 Vespas. So one Vespa was 3 people. Okay. So they were driving they were driving back to the uh, to the uh, wasn't it? it was an apartment. Back to the apartment. Drunk. Okay. During the night and crossing the Colosseum. And in front of the Colosseum is cobblestone. So the street is cobblestone and it was during the night and it was a little bit moist. So and the whole Colosseum was was completely um, surrounded by police You know and they have three different Polices in Italy you okay. know and they were There you know with, with machine guns and all Of that what happened was you know when They took a turn so my friends On the Vespa the three ones slid <laughs> and fell Down And, and, and Oliver uh, Oliver from Oliver, Vienna from, 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 from the, Vienna from The other fighting yeah, story from the other fighting Story fell and while Falling while falling He waved his hand and shouted Tedeschi, which means germans <laughs> so just in order to make sure don't shoot yeah we're germans whatever you know that ha- one has to do with the other okay Tedeschi, which i which i still love which i still love and oliver's still alive today oh yes oh yes he's a he's a, he's a great how many lives does oliver have he, he's like a cat infinite <laughs> basically infinite i have seen him and i told you you know he he has basically you know he has the he is this uh, uh the, the the statue of um uh, uh, uh of kyle and he <laughs> has been in situation he walks into situations where you go oh no 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 this is going to be trouble and it's going to be trouble but never for him it's it's he's he's, he's for everyone else uh, for everyone else he's a he's a sunny boy he really is a sunny boy which is uh, which is absolutely great but we were coming, so we are going. To, mm-hmm. You were going on vacation, yes. and and so I flew over from from Switzerland for uh, uh, for this. Just to do this. this. Just to do this. Also, so you know,
1: the equipment that we were, we are were recording on right now, uh, you bought this equipment uh, to record this podcast. It is correct. I mean, you're going to use it in your personal life, also.
2: Yes. But for all intents and purposes, you you purchased this for today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I Mm -hmm. did. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you may hear some strange noises, you know, because it's a little bit of a makeshift studio. And uh, the equipment is, as people told me, is, um, is quite top shelf. I don't know what I'm doing here because all that is audio engineering is, to me, it really is rocket science. Right absolutely rocket science so i had all this configured by an audio engineer and he told me what he was doing and i said yeah you can tell me exactly exactly the opposite and i would believe you as well
1: <laughs> well i can tell you that the uh the microphones and everything are uh, are top notch this right. looks like good good stuff thank you very much good stuff yeah uh the last time we talked when we recorded uh our previous episode together and correct me if i'm wrong at that point you had never seen the who in content that is correct that has changed it has changed you saw the who where did you see them hyde
2: park hyde park british summertime in hyde park open air two weeks ago
1: now tell us a little bit of how you felt when you when you saw
2: pete and roger and simon and pino and zach it um so i have to i have to start uh, during that week because that was a concert week okay so i flew to hamburg uh, on uh, on the Tuesday of uh, two weeks before uh, two weeks ago and who's with you who
1: goes with you to these shows
2: just For for so the first show was with a friend of mine and his friends his name is Achim okay. and uh, so the first show in Hamburg was uh, Faith No More okay I've never seen Faith No More
1: and they they haven't toured for a while they correct?
2: haven't toured for a while right. uh, they just re- reunited and mm-hmm. uh, fantastic okay excellent a- absolutely great uh, great musicians great show Uh Played all the classics, including "Easy," you know, which, which you know, some say a little bit cheesy for "Faith No More," but, mm. anyways, you know, it's a great hit, you know, and great performance. Yeah. Uh, but under two hours, one forty-five. Where I go, and you wanted you wanted it to be longer? Yes, yes. Where I go, eh, you know, I mean, the tickets weren't weren't that uh, that expensive. Okay, so that was okay. The tickets were about what. Uh, 50, 50 euros
1: well what do you think uh, what do you think is the perfect time for a show you want at least a solid two hours yes okay yes there
2: will be There'll be, i mean i, I can't i from can't hear from a headliner from a headliner yeah okay absolutely and that was the headliner and said right now g- give me two hours you know mm-hmm. i'm not complaining give me 145 i'm a little bit grumpy <laughs> give me 130 and i call you names <laughs> it's it's as simple as that so do uh, they sing every song you wanted to hear oh yes okay so we care a lot epic if and, they sang and every song you wanted to hear then isn't that a good show but maybe there were more it, no listen it was a fantastic show okay. but it was a fantastic show but I looked around and it was in a, uh, in a concert hall mm-hmm. in, uh, in Hamburg um, and when when the lights went up everybody basically looked at their watches and went what Wow. We don't know. That's interesting. So it was, you know, it also is a sign for, for that it was a great show because yeah. everybody was, you know, like entertained and yeah. it was great. It was fantastic. But there was that. A little bit more. It, it, a little bit more. You know, yeah. on a scale from one to 10, I'd say, I, mean, I, I think I left a message on on uh, the Rock Solid oh, answer. You? Yes, yes. I'll, about I'll, this.
1: Have have, I'll have to have Kyle check those out. Yeah.
2: Um, so I think it was, I said it is a solid Six or seven, Mm -hmm. where I said, Great, you know, Mm -hmm. anyways. So, um, next day, with my best female friend, Yota, which we already uh, already talked about, uh, went because she is a fan of a gentleman called Billy Idol. Okay. Since we know each other, uh, which is we met when I was 17, so which is which is, uh, which is quite some time now, you know, 31 years tomorrow. So, the, um, so we went to Billy Idol. Uh, open air, and the um, the supporting band can't remember the name. I have to look that up. Was a band? It was a, a guitarist and vocalist and a drummer. That was the band. That was it. That was it. Guitar, vocals, and drums. That was that, so. So two no, people. No bass. No bass. No nothing. So two people, and that was quite some. It, it was great. It was. Um, um, i'd say 70s rock okay and just with these two and the drummer was some drummer wow he you would have to be if there's only two musicians on yes <laughs> you guys better
1: step it up a little that's, bit
2: that's true that's true. better be good there's a lot of
1: uh yeah, there's the, a lot of space to fill
2: yeah can't cover no. can't cover behind anyone you know if you're two you know mm-hmm. that's about you too so um and now then I, be- now i know that billy edward did
1: not play for two hours correct okay continue I'm just giving people a warning that I'm afraid Frank is going
2: to lose his mind. So the band came out, and it was, can't remember the drummer, the drummer was good, the bass player... And then the guitarist, uh, Steve Stevens. Steve Stevens, yes. And I said, okay, Steve Stevens, you are definitely from another time and place <clears throat> with a hairdo, you know, that oh, yeah. funky hairdo. Yep. And he is, he is a rather tiny gentleman yeah. and completely in leather mm-hmm. and with a boot-cut leather thing. Yes. And, and I don't know who that was. Let's say he was his um, female companion Um, tall, blonde, um, rather, buxom. Yes, let's say that. I think that's his wife. I think that's Steve Stevens' wife. Okay, okay, good for him. (laughs) Good for him. And and she was uh, she was sitting on um at the side of the stage, on the on the equipment, on the on the uh, on the carrying cases. I said, okay. Now, how much more stereotype can that get? I know. Out comes Billy Idol. I said, oh. It's getting up a notch here, Yes, yeah. Because he he, I mean, he is fifty nine. Yeah, in a, I think in, a, in October he turns or November he yeah. turns sixty. So uh, he's in good shape. He's in great shape. He's got uh, he's got a, a young body
1: and in, and a, his face is kind of craggy and old. Yes. So you were close. How close were you to the stage? Uh,
2: well, you... not, well, not too close, you know. But we could see what was going on. So yeah, okay. so it was. We weren't too close. But okay. uh, I'd say I'd say about. 30 yards okay so something like this so and he played all the classics and all of that and but there was a lot of um a lot of acting a lot of rock star Uh acting where i go really see when i when i because i just saw him last
1: year and i i thought that that was uh i took it as tongue in cheek i didn't really take him serious when he was doing it i thought he was just having fun yeah maybe maybe
2: that was the case uh I, I looked at it. I'm not a huge Billy Idol fan. I'm not a Billy Idol fan. So there's. But did your friend like it though? What did she think of it? She she loved it because she loves Billy Idol, you know. And we got we got you know when we were dating, you know, we got in fights over that, you know, because oh, Billy Idol said fuck Billy Idol, you know. <laughs> he he even can drive a motorbike, which which was serious, you know, that yeah. accident, you yeah, know, it, very it was bad accident. It was basically his brain, you know, just hanging out yeah. from skull, you it know. So bad. it was it was really bad, you know. So good good for him, you know, that he's recovered, you know. But yeah. at that time, you know me 18 19 and my girlfriend you know just 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 going crazy crazy for, for for i said f- f- no <laughs> <laughs> no musician let him sing live right. horrible so
1: but how, uh, what, but how is his singing voice when you saw him mm, mm. see i like he sings like in
2: a lower register he does and when he tries to go out of his his comfort zone yeah. register, he's i think i i believe really that he is good when he stays in his comfort zone yes with, with the voice he really knows what he's doing yes if he if and he has to leave that comfort zone for a couple of uh, a couple of songs and a yeah. couple of parts in the song and this is where all gets mayhem <laughs> and I was I was making fun I was I was kind of like listening to the music but I was mm-hmm. looking at the people different story where the people also yeah um, I was looking at the people around me and I was looking at the sound engineer mm-hmm. so I said all right now let's see what the sound engineer. Does when Billy sings, <laughs> He has like a giant knob that he turns. <laughs> it was he was he was the, the sound engineer is a a wizard. He was he's a, he's a mixture of a of a wizard and 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 hyperactive kid because he was all over the place trying to save as much as he could. That's great and uh sometimes sometimes it most of the time it worked you know but when it didn't work you know when he couldn't keep up you know it was really just just uh you go ooh, hi uh stop singing now start again (laughs) and that concert ended uh after 90 minutes yeah
1: that that he does a, a short set
2: he does a short set and i believe it is because he is exhausted yeah he is he is not in, in in a great shape, in terms of in terms of endurance, yeah, stamina, you know. Yeah. So, but good for him. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. You know, it's it's. W- was it a big crowd for that show? It was a big crowd. Yeah, it was about yeah. let's say four and a half thousand people. You know, in uh, Hamburg in the uh, Stadtpark Open Air. He sold out two shows in L.A. like that. It was crazy. It's, I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's specifically on my music bucket list to have seen him, you know. Right. But it's, but it's great, you know. Seen him, done that. Seen him, and now when you, when your girlfriend
1: touts him, you can go. Well, I've seen him live, and it's, it was it's, just uh, okay. It was just okay. But yeah. when I
2: saw him recently, I thought he was fantastic. I do. Okay. So. Okay. But um, that's that's you're entitled to your own opinion. Exactly. It's please, you know, please go ahead. You know, it's it's fun. So and then, so, now, so then, from 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 Hamburg mm-hmm. to London with a uh, um, and so so Faith No More was like up here and the yeah. was down a couple notches. Yeah. So now we're going to see. Now we're going to see. No, no. I had t- tickets for the British Summertime in Hyde Park mm-hmm. um, for for the uh, for the Friday, and which was basically a a full day of concerts starting starting at noon. And uh, the friend, uh, his name is Chris, Chris Duke, um, who who was about to come with me to that to that day, he couldn't because he had private arrangements, you know, and and he, he couldn't bail out. <sighs> so he said, "Yeah, I can't come. You know, find some." So. I found someone. I cannot disclose the name. So another uh, a female friend of mine. I'm not at the liberty to disclose that information. Why can't you tell her name? No, no, I cannot do that in public. I'm sorry. That it is. It's. I, I'm But well, This I'm, is. Is she a celebrity? It is. No, she's not a celebrity, but it is. It is. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who she is. I, I'm, I'm very confused. Is. Yeah, yeah. 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 So but it, I, was your girlfriend. Okay. That she went with. I don't have girl? a girlfriend right at the moment. Oh my God. What's going on? I don't have a girlfriend it's 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 uh, it's it's complicated and we have understanding would be the stereotype okay <laughs> no, no it's it's great we're having a great time you know but it's it's we're we're, we're, st- we're both still single okay and that is that is the public uh, uh, the public perception that we are nobody knows anyway okay. so we were there and it was uh, um, so the plane was late and I said ship plane is late so um i don't like it yeah so because the concert was um a couple of bands that i didn't know but then it started with work got interesting with kaiser chiefs wow paul weller oh great and the who okay so we got in late and um we had special tickets uh, um, w- with access to the Quadrophenia bar. And uh, so we went into that into that garden, uh, kind of like V-VP, VIP mm. area, but came in there. And everybody was hammered, except for us. Already. So, uh, already. already some, some of them gone. Some of them absolutely gone. Unbelievable. They're the, going to see the who, and they're not going to remember it. No, no. Wow. So, um we heard the last song, Town Called Malice, yes. from from Paul Weller. Yeah, the jam. Yeah. Um didn't hear anything because we were so late. And then they uh um we arranged uh, the stage and all and, and on came on came Pete and uh, uh and Roger and and Simon and and Zach and that was So my so my friend who was next to me she is she's much younger than I am Mm -hmm. and she she knows who the who is but that's about it and but she knows how much they mean to me right so and then we went um, then they they started and I was just I was stunned I was stunned I had water in my eyes the the whole the whole time and what was fascinating so we were close to the stage. And uh, it was seventy thousand people in Hyde Park, wow. and seventy thousand people were singing each and every line of each and every song once in a lifetime event once in a lifetime event and the band was great um, and and then they had they had huge projection screens around the stage um where they had fantastic artwork of of uh, albums and films, you know, uh, from from Quattrofina, some some uh, um, some clips, some clips from, and all blended in, you know, basically one piece for the whole show. It yeah. was fantastic, and photos of the band that I've never ever seen before.
1: That's great. I love stuff like that.
2: It was it was it was fantastic, and and then all of a sudden, what was it? Was it? It was. Can not remember during uh, during during one of the songs they the the, they showed a huge portrait of of keith okay and this is where i lost it i i started crying (laughs) and and my my my, my friend looked at me you know and and just hugged me and i looked around and everybody else was crying that's great everybody else was people my age and older Mm -hmm. everybody was crying yeah and um so it was it was it was amazing. It really was amazing. And then a couple of um, a couple of songs from from Quadrophenia, and I was somehow in the group, uh, jumping up and down. Where are the mods? Where are the mods? It was it was <laughs> that was that was it was fantastic. And then, um, so all in all, it was they they still can do it. And
1: how was Roger uh, vocally that night?
2: Fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic he had a little some, some glitches with yeah. um with <laughs> with a microphone you know with a microphone card yeah, yeah, or yeah. with a swinging yeah he didn't he didn't catch it all the time that's fine that, yeah, 71 yeah fine you do that and but he looks, he, he looks
1: amazing oh, too oh. he looks so good like he's not um uh like like mick mick jagger looks good too but mick jagger's face is very wrinkled yes and yeah. rogers
2: doesn't seemed to be like he looks like just a great great dude i i believe that roger at one point stopped doing stuff that is bad for him and said right now i let's let's change something yeah and and he changed something so that's that was
1: i mean roger was always the greatest looking front man yes i mean if if, back in the well after tommy came in and, and then he kind of adopted that whole look and that persona yeah you know and the open shirt and and the, the hair i mean you you can tell me about robert plant and you can show me mick jagger and but that's if i if i'm if you say if who can i transport my body into at a certain time it would be
2: roger daltrey that's true that's so, absolutely so true. amazing it amazing you know and do you know that that uh photo by lynn goldsmith where roger is in the water up to his yes, nose yes yes and you just can see his eyes yeah you know it's just you know those, it, ugh, amazing yeah. really amazing so and, and the whole band um then at the at the end before uh before the encore uh pete um, said that uh, uh, you know, t- told a couple of stories, you mm-hmm. know, and he said, you know, how how great that is, you know, and how many how many uh, great stops they had, and this that, that they when they started with the who, you know, that they couldn't see that you know lasting for for a week, yeah, um, but fifty years, you know, which they have right now, it, it you know, no, nobody nobody would would be thinking about this, and then he said, uh, it's fantastic to see what people have done for this show. He stopped and he choked and he said, um, when I see those portraits of Keith, you know, again, you know, he said, I still miss him every day. Yeah. And that chokes me up right now. Yeah, yeah. It just. And it's like,
1: it, it's so funny when I hear when I when people go, ah, the who, it's just the two guys. And I'm like, well, what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed yeah. to not do what they love? Because. Of of the other two had you know excesses that that took them away too soon. I mean, yeah. uh, the band. Too, I mean, it's great. Simon's there that yep. that adds a lot. Yes. Uh, Pino doesn't play bass the same way as as John Entwistle did. No one does. No one does. But Pino's rock solid. Yeah. And Zach Starkey's he's amazing.
2: He is. He is. He's. And P, uh, P- tells that that story. Um, Zach got his first drum kit from Keith. Yeah, no, there you go it's, it's so crazy
1: <laughs> it's, it really is um and uh yeah and i know roger loves zach's playing yeah he loves you know zach behind them yes but yeah there i just saw them oh is it two years ago now when they were touring quadrophenia and uh and it was amazing i'm gonna go i'm gonna go when they come through la this year in
2: september i september think. yeah 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 i and, might and, be joining a and my you.
1: And they. Uh, it's funny. I won't see them in L.A. I have to get down to Anaheim yep. because the same night they're in Los Angeles, I already have tickets to see the Foo Fighters. Oh, Okay. But luckily, now if if they weren't coming to Anaheim and they were only making us, then I'd just give my Foo Fighters ticket away no, and go no. to the Who because I can't. I can't miss it. I've seen them. I've seen them so. Many, I, I've only, I've only ever seen them since. The first time I saw them was in two thousand two, and then I've seen them every single time they came through two thousand four, two thousand six, two thousand seven, last year. Because it is such uh, for me, it's uh, and one time I went by myself. I was at the Hollywood Bowl. I mm-hmm. had a, I bought a really expensive ticket. I had a great seat. It's such a I don't want to say like a religious experience, but it's so powerful to me. Seeing like I, I've only seen the Stones once, and it was great. Yeah. But the, this really has like some weight and some meaning to me, these, these songs and lyrics and, and, uh, you know, again, when we start playing songs today, when, uh, when Pete and Roger sing together, it's, it's fantastic because yeah. Pete has a, a, a beautiful voice too. Yes. And, um, Hey, you know, it's just, it's just, I can't explain it. Uh, Oh, oh there
2: you go pun no, intended no no actually no
1: <laughs> as it was coming out of my mouth but um well i'm so glad you got to see now aren't you glad
2: it's i'm i'm so i'm i'm happy as a clam 50 it is. years on it's it's just it's just amazing i mean i would have loved to see to see them in uh, uh in the original sure. setting but i was i was too young at that mm-hmm. time you know so when when, when keith died in 78 you know i was 11 you know so uh and my parents weren't into weren't into music that much so uh, but would have loved to see that would have loved to see them with john but uh you know i always think with with john um keith dying passing away it was the time and it was he was heading that way and he yeah. was he was 32 and I was like, okay ugh.
1: and he aged so drastically he in the did. past oh. in the past the last few years oh. like he was such a young yeah. kid early on and yeah. then all of a sudden he looked really yeah
2: way older than 32 yes yes he, he did he absolutely did Um, but then again you know 32 you know lifestyle and lifestyle and a different time you'd say, okay uh, it's not okay but it is it is um, not even understandable how do I put this you know it was it was there's a certain there's a certain almost logic to it yes but with with John in his 60s you go Jesus Christ just don't he was still living that uh, lifestyle yeah don't don't, and you know that you have a certain condition no either you want to or don't just just don't touch
1: it we uh, I saw them in 2002 I saw them and it was just a couple of weeks after John had had passed away yeah. and I remember they kept doing the tour because Pete and Roger said look we don't we don't need the money but we have this we have these yeah. this whole crew and their yes. families are depending yeah. on us t- for the summer for those yes. for their year absolutely
2: so we have to continue it's um and i think it's the right thing to do i think it's the right thing to do too. it's devastating you know if you lose yeah. because these this this band was was uh, each of them and you said that um you know when i think it was the the, the 200a the famous episode the 200a <laughs> yes. so we need to talk about this yeah uh where where i sent in the real me and yeah. where you said as a comment everyone is playing lead yeah and this is exactly what it is. Yeah. Everyone at the Who is playing at was playing a lead. John, Keith, Roger mm-hmm. and and Pete. Yeah. And if you lose one of the leads out of four, if you lose two out of the leads one of four, that is it's a gap to really fill. Really tough. It really but but they managed. Yeah. And what I liked is they still rocked, mm-hmm. but they adjusted to their age. Yeah they're still not your your usual 69 and 71 year old guys right but they're not anachronistic yeah they're not hey and pete Pete was was windmilling but he wasn't jumping right so great stuff
1: yeah like i saw the i saw the moody blues uh just a few just a few weeks ago at Mm -hmm. at the greek um I'm I'm I, I'm a casual, very very casual Moody Blues fan, but I was able to score a couple free tickets, and I never saw them, so yeah. I went, and um, and it's that's a they're a very sedate and mellow, you know they don't they don't they're not moving and grooving, they're just playing the songs as as good as they possibly can play them. So a show element is is really lacking. Did they yeah. sound great? They did. Would, yeah. Did they put on a good show? You know, not like the Who. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and maybe the Moody Blues never jumped around and ran around. Who knows? But uh, but we've seen the footage of the Who. I mean,
2: yes, that was that was a different story. Amazing. Um, did I ever tell you that? Maybe I mentioned that. Where um, one of my friends, Kevin, Kevin Miller, he's uh, from Glasgow, mm. and the first ever concert he visited was the Who at the Apollo in Glasgow. He was seventeen and it was the the tour when Who's Next was released okay and and Kevin describes that scene where you know with, with Won't Get Fooled Again you know with all the lasers and all of that and and then at the last bit where Roger screams on the top of his lungs and Crazy. peed six feet in air yep. and and Keith going mad yep. behind the drums and John doing his thing yeah and 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 that was his first ever concert it, it, he can't ever top that oh, i was gonna say how do you how do you how do you stop that uh, top that and you would you go uh, nah that that was it thanks i yeah. know it's crazy it is absolutely
1: um well let's get into uh let's get into some music let's uh, do that this is uh it's so funny like because like bands that you know like i love the stones i love the kinks i love the who and uh all those bands basically started, you know, right when I was born. <laughs> so I've been on yeah. the planet as long as they've been, yeah. you know, uh, recording. So yeah. it's it's crazy. But um, let's, uh, who, who, who who should play first? Do you want to play first?
2: Let, let me play first. Okay. So because what I'm going to play is I'm going to play the first song that I ever actively heard from from The Who. Okay. Okay. Um, and I did that, I think you know, with the, with the Zappa episode as well. You know, I played the first yeah. song that I actively heard with uh, with with Zampa at that time. And so, um, so for the listener, I'm also driving the music over here. So uh, yeah, so so bear, we, we, bear with us. Bear with us. You know, it's we'll all get there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Don't write us mails or Twitter. Yeah. You know, th- so far there's been no mistakes. No, no. Let's well, let's let's see how the recording okay. comes out. You know, maybe well, that's it's just. True.
1: It just, it just might be you and I having a good time today, and then <laughs> <laughs> and we'll write it off. It's, it's, it's a fun time.
2: Fantastic. So um, I'm going to start with with really the, uh, uh, the first song that I ever heard, and which was my, and I believe I told that story as well, my uh, parents went out um, on a date night, and I was at home and uh, watched uh, Rockpalast. Mm. rock in the Gruger Halle in essen in germany and it was it was the who and uh some people called grateful Dead. Hmm. uh yeah so hmm. not a fan no um, a friend of mine martin gisborne just uh on facebook posted a question question do anyone actually know one grateful Dead song and couldn't name one Truckin', <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> Uh, probably one one is called out there I, it's none of the clue. so anyway so and that what we're hearing right now was the first song i ever heard okay <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm just stopping it. I'm not fading it out, you okay. know, because otherwise, you know, I'm going to get confused, you know, with all That's the knobs fine. and computers, and it. it's just we just stop it, you know. It's I'm I'm not Kyle. <laughs> I'm 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 not I'm not a magician on on all of this.
1: Now this album, when it came out, this first of all, the Who albums that came out in '81 and '82, back to back, "Face Dances" and "It's Hard," for some reason get I think uh, slagged a lot. Yes. These are fantastic albums, absolutely. And I don't know if it was because you know Keith wasn't there or whatever the fat, or did they sound a little more poppy? I don't know that they did. I just, I mean, are coming off of Who Are You, which was really kind of an aggressive, rocking affair, but also
2: with some pop elements in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of keyboards on on uh, on Who Are You. So, but I love I love Face Dances and its hard so much.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I
1: it really angers me when people totally. Th- yeah, Face Dances might be one of my favorite Who albums.
2: It's it, it's, it it's not only because up there. it not because it, it was my first, but but I really do love it. You know, and it's um, I don't think there's a bad song on it. No, true, true. And there's so many. You know, with all Who albums, you know, it's there's so many different um, songs with different characters. And no, Kenny's drumming is not Keith's drumming, but it yeah. is a it is a solid drumming and yeah. the part in the beginning of you better you bet you know when when he when he comes in with the drums it's not a it's not a force of nature moon thunderstorm right but he is present yeah he is there you know but nobody keith didn't know what he was doing no. but 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 he was doing it and better than everyone else but the, the kenny's drumming is technically absolutely crisp and yeah. perfect and and great yeah and good for Kenny to not
1: try to imitate nope. Keith Moon. Nope. And who were they, who were they going to get? I mean, they, they were there. It doesn't matter who sat in that chair after Keith Moon. Nope. It wasn't. I mean, it took this long until Zach yep. became the touring drummer, yep. and people I think accept him pretty well because yep. he's pretty pretty
2: amazing. Yeah, but uh, and he's on pedigree. Yes, I understand and, uh, yeah. I understand that his family is in, in
1: Yeah, his dad in, might have been famous at some point. I'm not sure
2: uh, what exactly he does. Yeah.
1: But um it's funny, you better you bet. Um uh, of course I knew who songs from mm. rock radio, but uh I was in I was in high school, a uh, senior in 1980 Was that an '80? No, I was in 11th grade in 1981 and um my friend uh Scott halbritter and a couple other guys played you better you bet Mm -hmm. at an assembly and i'm sure they did a horrible job at playing the song you know (laughs) what i mean because it's a who song and but i remember i was like i didn't know it was a who song i didn't i never heard it before and after they play i go that was an awesome song what did what song is that and they are like oh that's the new who single you better yib, you bet so boom i immediately i didn't even hear the who's version i heard this these yeah, yeah. Schlubs. <laughs> i went out and, and bought that face dances album and then n- never looked back i no. just i just then gathered up all the who i could get and then you know purchased it's hard the following year and yeah. and just incredible but it's so weird you know that y- you better you bet's a great great Rock
2: song. It is, and the the, the lyrics of that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't even care how much you love me. Yeah. A little is all right. Yeah. When you say come over and spend the night tonight, yeah. it's just it's just wow. I know it's, it's just amazing. And and funny enough, you know this is really you know I haven't heard um, face dances for for a couple of as a matter of a couple of years. But you because, know
1: but when you were getting ready for this podcast. And I, you listen to it. I
2: listen. I listen to it, and um, every single lyric is still there. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, you know, it's, it's. I love that.
1: I love and, that. And John Entwistle wrote two songs on this yes. album: uh, The "Quiet One" and "You," and those are
2: both solid. So solid. John was John was a a great composer. He yeah. really was a great composer. And although his his songs were if you listen to them entirely different to to pete's composing yeah. they always fitted the the album like uh, uh, my wife for example yeah. who's next uh, um boris the spider mm-hmm. if you if you take that and it's it's uh and success story isn't success story i think so from from, um, from uh who by numbers yes I think it's him as well I and think there's so. there's a video there's a video about this where he shoots with with a, with a shotgun he mm-hmm. shoots his uh, uh, uh the platinum records mm-hmm. and the gold yeah. records so it's it's he, great musician great mm-hmm. composer uh, although very different to what uh, what Pete did
1: and like this on uh, face dances this he wrote the song you but he doesn't sing it Roger sings no, Rich, it yes. and Roger again is is the perfect uh, person to channel oh yeah your your song through
2: yeah yeah it's that whole the, the whole who music creation mm-hmm. it is so emotional and so personal yeah and but it's also so pete as the main composer had so many fantastic tools so mm-hmm. to speak yeah around him so that he could really lay all his emotions and creativity yeah. and experimental force into the music and knew i have keith and I have John, mm-hmm. and then I have Roger, who can sing everything that I give him because he knows I give him what he can sing. Right. It's just, it, it fits perfectly. It's perfect it's, per- oh. perfect four-man band. I, I love them
1: so much. Can you tell? I can tell. And I love them, too. And it's so funny. I remember, like, when I was in college and having, having not arguments, but debates about who's better, the Stones or yeah. the who. And it's like, I love the Rolling Stones, and the Rolling Stones have a catalog of riffs and singles that far surpasses The Who's catalog. Yes. I mean, yes. you know, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Brown Sugar, Midnight Rambler, Can't Always Get What You Want. I mean, it's satisfaction. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But for me, there's something something more personal and more, more
2: emotional about The Who. It is deeply emotional deeply personal yeah Yeah. and i i'm not a huge stones fan Mm -hmm. but i but i like their their catalog and a lot of their songs however the um the stones always to me had a a more commercial Mm -hmm. attitude than the who had yeah for for me it was always that pete basically didn't care right He said, "Listen, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to lock myself down in my little studio mm-hmm. with that synthesizer synthesizer that, that no one on this planet understands, yeah, but me on yeah. speed. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do something, and I'm going to create something um, that. I, and I don't care if yeah. you like it or not. I'll I'll do this now. It's a take it or leave it yes. attitude. Yeah.
1: And even like you know the Stones today. I mean, when you go to a Stones concert, there's there's so much merch." I mean they're really yeah. like they have that the tongue and they want to sell that to you. They want to ram that tongue down your throat. <laughs> 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 they literally they they
2: really want to sell that merch that uh, that logo and Where um, are you going with that tongue? I know. Yeah. yeah. But so, uh, and the who has 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 a couple of things too, you know, sure. like, like like the little what do you call them? We got, this is a this is a yeah, um uh, Frank has coasters
1: that have the, uh, the the bull's eye, the yeah. uh, The target, the target. The, mo- the who target or the mod so, target? So I love it, the mods. Ah, I see that. Yeah. All right. Well, we've played no music. No. We've won. Let's won. play. Let's play from the beginning before they were the, the Who. They mm. were the High Numbers. Yes. And this is a song called "I'm the Face." Okay. So and I'm going to start this now. <laughs> And um another thing about the Who is they they're they, you, you can say oh the Beatles were the, the good boys and the Stones were the bad boys, but the Who
2: will kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> the Who oh, those yeah. were some tough yeah. dudes. Yes. Although coming from a from different backgrounds, yeah. Pete coming from a rather I wouldn't say posh, mm-hmm. but but a rather educated yeah. and an artist background. John as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Roger was a steel worker. Yeah, and he was he was the aggressive one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he would punch Pete in the face. He would just right in the face. And 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 it's, it's really Roger's band. I think Roger. I think it's. He was, he was the, I'd say the, the, um, the alpha, the alpha yes. guy. And,
1: but I mean, you don't have the band without, no well, without any of them, without Pete and Roger. But I mean, Pete's the creative driving force.
2: He absolutely, he absolutely yeah. is. And because not only because he has such a fantastic musical mind, yeah. but as I said before, he knew what he had with the members and what to do out of that. He created yeah he created the best for exactly that and setup.
1: And I think when he, when Pete would write the songs, when he would bring them to the band, I mean, they were fully formed demos. Yeah. Cause he has three yeah. compilations called scoop. Yeah. And those, those are, those are, they're ready to be recorded here yeah. guys. Now do what you guys do. <laughs> and, but here's the song. It's,
2: it's if, I mean, isn't that, isn't that fantastic? Mm-hmm. There's, if you look at the liner notes of crowd it says um, Roger Daltrey vocals, mm-hmm. John Entwistle bass and horns, a mm-hmm. flugelhorns. It says Keith Moon drums percussion, Pete Townsend remainder. <laughs> yep, They go. Okay, everything yeah, everything else, else is Pete. Yeah, everything else is Pete. And that is that's that's amazing. So let's let's play the next one, which is again from Face Dances. Okay. And which is from from lyrics and also from the musical flow, still one of my favorites. And that is called How Can You Do It Alone? Great song. Should be coming soon. The, the the whole start as a almost philharmonic opening yeah. and then bringing it down mm-hmm. to 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 uh, the to the basics you know you got the piano you yeah. got drums a little bit and you got Roger telling a story yeah. with his with with a pure singing i love that it's
1: it's amazing and then when he comes in with the lyrics about the with eyes full, full of, of shame ray, is shame, it, shame is
2: it shame it, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's eyes full of shame cause he knew what I knew what I knew and he jumped through the wall with a moan I Something said I know that, there's no name for what you go through but how could you do it alone yeah it's how can you up, come up with these lyrics yeah
1: like you can sing Jim, Jumpin' Jack Flash to me. I don't even know what you are fucking talking about. Yeah,
2: <laughs> 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 but this is this is this has weight. It, oh yes, that a very good description. All all of what they do has has weight, like that.
1: Now uh, my next song, I think we both have it, but we have have it from different uh, different concerts. You have it from live at Leeds, yeah, and I have it from uh, live at Hull. Okay, and. I, The only reason I took this one is I think this is a a little bit more aggressive. I think the recording is a little better than the live at least. So this is, I love this song so much, Tattoo. So can you jump in at 40? Uh. (laughs)
2: Let's, let's, Let's try to do that.
1: It's okay. We can just play a bunch of it.
0: Talking to each other about what makes a man a man. Is it free or wrong on what you born? We just couldn't understand.
2: So let me stop that here and bring that up to uh to forty. Sorry again for the sad okay. production. So and uh, at forty.
0: we had to do We went downstairs past the barber
1: I mean it's uh, you can get in in the mindset of these kids in a working class neighborhood and they they want to be men. How do how do we yeah. become men? They 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 don't even know what they, to them it means, you know, you know, uh, sh- sh- getting a girl or shagging a girl, drinking a beer and and we, we got to get a tattoo. And a
2: tattoo as well. Yeah. There you go. It's uh, and the whole the it's, whole story it, 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 it's
1: all surface like nothing about being a man to these kids at that point it's all external there's nothing ins- internal about being a man True. it's all how they want to be perceived to the general public yeah, yeah if you have a tattoo people are going to say that guy's a man
2: see see frank's L- got a bunch of tattoos L- look at me yeah <laughs> so uh and what i what I love about tattoo is it has so many comical elements in it does. there uh it's it's uh, what was that um my tattoo said uh, can can't get the lyrics? Uh, my my tattoo said mother and my brother's tattoo was a lady in the nude and my mother found that extremely rude. rude. Yeah. Uh, a lady in the nude. Uh, it's how can you come up with a text line like this in a rock song? I know. It's great. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. I uh, just love
2: it. So, um my next song is um it's one of the it's
1: my dad beat me because mine said mother (laughs) mother. but my mother naturally liked it and beat my brother (laughs) because his tattoo was a lady in the nude and my mother thought that was extremely rude and it's just there's a lot of the pete's a dark dude because there's a lot of i mean you know i'm a boy yeah pictures of lily i mean this is this is some serious, demented, fucked up stuff sometimes. It
2: is, and it is a a, a fantastic view onto society, society at Mm -hmm. any given point of time when he wrote that music. And uh, speaking of pictures of Lily, Mm -hmm. so that is my next song. Excellent. Um, And they played that during Hyde Park, uh, the Hyde Park gig as well. And uh, so my daughter is called Lily. Oh, nice. So, and, uh, well, she's, she's spelled with two L in, in the middle. But anyways, so Pictures of Lily, coming up.
3: I used to wake
0: up in the morning I used to feel so bad I got so sick of having sleepless nights night I went and told my dad I said some here, some little something. and stuck them on my wall, and now my nights are quite so lonely, in fact I don't feel bad at all.
1: Now, if you do want to fade down, I just, you could, you could go to the top and, and just And
2: fade down and with fade it. Down, if you wanted to. If, if I, if I wanted to, that's, that's right. But that's too much. That That's too much. You don't have to. I Thank you. Thank you. let uh, just, just cut it, make it clear cut so that people know what's going on. I'd like to give some guidance to the, to the, to the mm-hmm. listener, you know, just, just, oh, this is the end. Done. So that they, done, that they don't doze off, you know, during uh, all that fading young now, guys. People. In
1: 2015, we both have daughters. I have two daughters. You have yes. one daughter. Yes. Yes. But if we had sons, mm. what wh- what you would not <coughs> hang up uh, Playboy photos in on your son's wall so that he could fiddle about? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Very yeah. Nice. But back then,
2: but uh, he, maybe we could we would we would send send a um, a URL with <laughs> you may want to you want to click at that son. <laughs> Just, if you have any questions, please let me know. It's
1: so funny because I don't think I, I don't think a, a young boy needs help with that. This is uh, this correct. A, like this is a very, very the imagery, and this is very uh,
2: creepy. It you know uh, I mean? it is it is creepy, but I do believe that there is there's a lot of still going going sure. on like that. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm not going to disclose the name. A very good uh, a friend of mine, back mm. from the old days. Yeah. Um, so when when he when he uh, came to age, so to speak, mm. you know, in puberty and all this, his mother asked him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. His mother asking. So, um, do you know about sex and all this? He went, Oh, mother, you know, let's not let's not yeah. have the discussion. And and yeah, I I'll probably leave. I I know. Yeah. So I've talked to your father, and if you want to watch us, you know, that's totally fine wow and he said you know what i'll i'll skip on that one i appreciate the offer <laughs> thank you very much that is that, that is very kind that is weird <laughs> but i'm and and he and he told that story openly so next time and we were 13 14 yeah. so next time i went to his i went to his house yeah and his mother opened and i had- went <laughs> <laughs> you know, just as you yeah. are with thirteen, fourteen, yeah. you know, and, but, but she was, they were kind of like hippies. Was she, was she cute? Uh, was cute? Um, mm, mm.
1: I don't remember any of my friend's mom's like to, well, no, that's not true. Kevin Baldwin's mom. Oh, she was uh, bald. Mrs. Baldwin. Mrs. Baldwin was oh. uh blonde and oh. always tan. Right. And, uh, she was probably in that, uh, Suzanne Summers type mode. Oh. So yeah, I take it back. I do remember. One, I do remember one of the moms. I remember teachers, but yeah, oh.
2: that was the mom. Oh yes, teachers. Yeah, teachers. There were there were a couple. Yeah, there were a couple. because
1: yeah. now now you know that when when you had a young teacher back then, they're in their twenties. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Um, my next song is from what I have said many times on here, which in my opinion, uh, who's next for me is the greatest rock and roll. R- album ever recorded start to finish it is just i mean it's 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 a it's a masterpiece it is and i know that it started off as um his uh something called the Lifehouse lighthouse project and i'm so glad that he you know decided to whittle it down to this baba o'reilly loving for keeping my wife the song is over getting in tune going mobile behind blue eyes won't get fooled again and the song that i want want to play which is bargain
2: so we're going to start that again from the beginning but then going to switch to your cue point okay thanks
1: wow in the headphones it's
2: just but it's back it's left and right it's and now keep stampeding over it yeah little symbol in there i mean So now I'm going to I'd gladly lose point. me to yep. find you. Is, yes. I mean gladly lose me about you I got to give it all I got. Yeah. To find you I'm going to run and never stop. stop. Yeah. Yeah. So and now, now we're you're finding the cue point. You've an unsung
3: and I'm
2: The best I ever had.
1: Uh, key, oh, keep oh. it playing I want to hear when Keith I mean when I'm sorry when Pete, Oh when Pete Oh yeah <gasps> the I
0: sit looking round I look at my face In the mirror I know I'm worth nothing Without you And like one case. one Don't make two One and one make one I'm looking for that free ride to me. I'm looking for you.
1: I mean, there's so much going on in this song. I mean, just listening in the headphones, the bass, and I love when when Pete would decide that no, this part, I'm going to take this part, and it's perfect. Yep, it's like yeah, that should be that should be Pete right there. Exactly,
2: exactly. It's um, again orchestrating the the tools, the elements, you know yeah. that 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 they had and agreeing upon it. And then if you listen, you, you 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 mentioned the bass. You know, it's if you listen to only. To all of the albums Only to the bass Oh, it's crazy You see what John is doing there I mean, there's a couple Of YouTube videos on there You know, where they have Isolated, isolated the bass oh, It's crazy There you go oh, there's, there's nobody Nobody out there yeah.
1: Who can do this Maybe Andrew Rich Try to f- uh, If you can Find one of those And put it in the show notes Because people need to see yeah. This isolated bass By John Entwistle was is Is it's i mean it's crazy
2: it is crazy while while you have you have three madmen, mm-hmm. um musical geniuses all of them but all three are comp- entirely mad keith yeah. roger in his in his best times Pete completely got, I mean, if you look at The Kids Are All Right, and if you look at um, the, um, so the movie, The Kids Are All Right, yeah. the documentary, so good. and you, you see Pete during Won't Get Fooled Again, where he was wearing those those beige uh, pants, mm-hmm. no, those cocky pants and with the beige, but he is and he is mad. He's a mental case. He's a complete mental case, yeah. and John standing aside and, and keeping up yep. and delivering as crisp and magic and fantastic as anyone. Just with his hands. Just Pete is, is the full body's working, yeah. and, and
1: John is just all hands, yeah. up and down, all, everywhere. <sighs> fantastic. And then Roger's got that crop top showing yeah. the abs <laughs> <Yes>. and standing. <laughs> yes. yeah, so, yeah, the
2: striped, the striped, the striped yes, one. Yes, such, yes so yes. great. And, and Keith has this huge set of drums around him, almost a Terry Bozio-like yeah. set of drums but in the in the first and he's wearing headphones bigger than the ones we have on currently true and and because he needed to hear the uh, synthesizer in, in and yeah. bargain and Bob O'Reilly mm-hmm. and and that and and also uh, won't get fooled again but if you if you listen to the drums like at uh, uh, substitute pictures of lily and mm-hmm. all this he had a tiny drum set yeah but listen to the drums what he basically had a snare and bass drum and two tom-toms yeah. and a couple of cymbals what he gets out of the drum set it's is incredible force of nature again like
1: when i look at who's next if you ask me we'll rank those songs from yeah. what, uh, in order of what you I, I couldn't they're all they're all i couldn't pick one over the other
2: no 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 uh, no not for me it's um also in the uh, in the kids are right there is a part where where roger is in a studio and he explains behind blue eyes mm. and he's on a sound desk you know, he's got glasses on yeah. his nose, and yeah. he's on a sound desk, you know, and fiddling with the buttons as yeah. I do right now, yeah. and and he um, he mentions that part and and plays that part where where Keith. It comes in with the drums again behind Blue Eyes, you know, in that in that faster uh, uh, second part of the song, right? And and Roger is so excited. Still, I mean, he must yeah. have heard Behind Blue Eyes a million times. A million times. He's still excited about this, and he looks into the camera and goes, "Brilliant, just brilliant." Yeah, and he's he's excited like a little boy. Yeah, oh, great. So my next song is from Life at Leeds. And it is, yes, it is the My Generation bit, the 17 men medley, My Generation, um, what is that, uh, 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 Journey, and a quick one while he's, while he's away. I, so, you know, it is a medley. Yeah. So and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start it first. Now let me cue that up. No, start it first. <laughs> I mean this has this has power infinite yeah infinite power in in that song mm-hmm. but then you know there's a couple of, of silent passages in there and I wanted to go to one right now um, and after those silent passages it it bursts out again like a volcano like an eruption with all that power and, uh, and energy i go back to to here. That's friggin' Pete alone. And in comes Keith. And listen to John in the background. <laughs> amazing. And then... And then, I'm sorry, I wasn't speaking in the microphone. speaking <laughs> the can. Uh, and then the next one is going to be um, yes. this. I mean, Pete going from... every one of us every and, and and i'm including the listener in here mm-hmm. would fall would fall dead from the drummer's chair only playing that song yeah. in the pace and with the energy that Keith played it yep. not talking about a whole concert right not a clue how he can do that it's it's amazing and if you watch him going all over the place he didn't even don't know if you've seen that but he wasn't he wasn't orienting, uh, orienting himself towards towards john but towards pete right and it is you jet licked or are you just bored
1: no no i'm never bored you just just yawned i know i'm yawning it's not it's because, <laughs> no, it's not it's nothing you're saying it's totally
2: <laughs> it's, just, it's totally the jet no, lag no, I, it is, I am yeah. so into this okay no i i um, no, it was just i was kidding i
1: know no that's Pat, I, do please, 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 I do the same things i do the same don't okay good, good pick on good. people all the time yeah that's great um but that's just that is that's rock and roll it's so powerful and again when I compare them to the Stones, I'm not I'm not knocking the Stones because I, I love them. I've been listening to the Stones all week long. If I'm if I'm being honest, and I am. Um, Thank you. But I mean, uh, Charlie Watts is, does not is not a rock and roll drummer. He's a no. jazz. He's drummer. He's a jazz drummer. And and the way I say the Who all plays lead, it almost sometimes feels like Ronnie Wood or whoever was in that slot and and Keith it almost feels sometimes like they're both playing rhythm yep. if that makes any sense even though there's those riffs those 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 riffs that every single person knows but um it just doesn't it doesn't
2: feel like this no no it's um the who is much more condensed yeah and there's much more condensed aggression condensed <laughs> raw energy yeah It's raw energy Mm -hmm. with, with, with the stones or even the Beatles. It, there is a lot of energy and it's fantastic music, but it is not raw. Right. It is not in your, in your face. Yeah. And this is in your face. First I'll punch you (laughs) and then you'll listen to the music. And
1: then I'm not even talking about the kinks because that's a whole other thing that doesn't have, it it doesn't, it's like a, it's like more, almost more singer songwriter ish. Even though it's a band, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I know what you mean, but still more raw, is it more raw or rawr, more yeah, raw, more yeah. raw, than than the Beatles and, and the Stones. Yeah. So the Kings are really, you know, in, in the same vicinity, you know, with, with, with the Who in terms, yeah. on, in terms of unfiltered, pure, raw music energy.
1: Yeah. You know, if you go with the, the early, the, definitely if you go with the early yes. hits of the Kings. Yeah. And then they have that, then they have like a six album period where like everything was a concept album. that was, that's the period where I like some of it, but I don't like a lot of it. And then they become an eighties arena, American arena rock band, you know, which I never understood. Well, they had to take back America, I Uh, guess. Okay. I think that's, I think that's really the reason they needed to, to get back on the map in, in the States, I think. But, uh. Let's go to uh, my next song Yes Is is from the album uh, My Generation Mm -hmm. Is that right? Is that where it comes from? It's probably a single Because My Generation was kind of uh... Yeah, no, the Who Sings My Generation I don't know why I'm losing my mind But this is uh, I've always loved this song The Kids Are all right. Mm -hmm. I just love it Take it from the top
2: Yep
3: I don't mind
0: Oh the gap with my girl That's fine
1: so it's so much more subdued and yet you can still hear oh they're getting ready to break break loose here in a minute
2: yeah that's right that's right love that so so the the early the early days of of the who i learned about this obviously you know when i um first um bought face dances Mm -hmm. i looked at what else who is the who yeah and again uh 81 that was i was 13 yeah no internet, no nothing, no. And had to find stuff. Had to ask people. Had to walk into with thirteen into weird record stores yeah. where people were behind the bar. Where you go? Nah, I'm not. I'm not comfortable talking to you, but I really want to know about this. So I walked into record store in, in and and asked, Hey, uh, does anyone know something about the Who? You know, what do you have? And and because I don't know, and and then I found a guy and he told me about this and look at this and yeah and the mods. I said, What are mods? and he said look at these pictures and then I was into the first time I saw a picture of Quadrophenia of Mm -hmm. the mods I was I was into that right away yeah so I was a mod from 13 on (laughs) and I'm probably still am it's striking imagery it is it is and the whole the whole culture and you know there Mm -hmm. was a mod mod culture in Hamburg as well and we were trying to relive Quadrophenia with Mm -hmm. with with everything that you know with all the party crashing and Mm -hmm. and the scooter, I had a scooter with mirrors and 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 lamps, and and it was fantastic. It yeah, was fantastic, amazing. Times. It was really fantastic times. So, and these in these these songs, um, like the kids are alright and pictures of Lily and anyway anyhow, uh, we we played this at parties, but I very rarely listened to them at home. Mm. I liked them, but I was more in the pure rock. Yeah, but but as a as a mod. That was impossible, mm. because that would have meant the Rockers, you know. And there was Mods and Rockers, you know. That right, that right. the, the rivalry and and so so in public, I, I listened to to that, and I loved the Jam, you know, always, yeah. you know. But I loved from the Who, I always loved their rock side more yeah. than their. We can't call it R and B, but but th- their early days. Yeah. So um, let me go to my next song, and my next song. Um, I'm going to skip the real me um, because we already played that on uh, on another episode. Yeah. But uh, the real me is amazing. It's what it's all about. the 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 lyrics and the real me is is my mantra, so to speak. B- be the real me. So uh, I love that song. But I'm going to I'm going to play what I think is the The best ever drum intro ever played, which is on Bell Boy. Okay. And and Keith kicking in like a herd of buffaloes. Um, And it goes something like this. that drum solo i don't know how much you know and back at the time when i had uh, records you know vinyl, uh-huh. i was i was listening and it was hard at that time because yeah. you had to lift the arm you know and yep. and put it back i listened to that to that drum intro a hundred times a hundred times after another you know placing it back placing it back placing it back when they um when
1: uh when they toured quadrophenia like two or three years ago um Roger, they actually had Keith up on the big screen, yeah. and, and Roger would sing. Like Keith, they would show Keith singing yeah.
2: his part. His part.
1: And it was, it was the, oh, it the got crowd a good job. Went and I
2: newly born crazy. Yes. Yeah. you should see me dressed up in my uniform. Yeah, I work in a hotel. Yeah, it's just it's it's great. Or, and and the beginning of the lyrics of of that a beach is a place where a man can feel it's the only world. It's the only soul in the world that's for real. Yeah.
1: Where does that come from? Uh, how do you do that? I, how <laughs> how do you like, that's like, I always say, and the one I always quote is like, I, I, Paul Simon was like in his early 20s, yeah. maybe a teenager, when he wrote uh, Hello Darkness, My Old oh. Friend. Ha, how are you there at that point in <laughs> your life that you come up with that lyric?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It is pure, and we, we, would, we, we can't envy that because it is pure talent. Yeah. It is pure talent wherever it comes from. But it's it's there, it's developed, but it's we, you can't envy that, right. you now, just can admire it.
1: And at that young age, too, I, I don't know if I would have wanted to have gone through whatever these guys went through to get them to be able to write some of this darker stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, they had an outlet for success with that, whatever the darkness was. <laughs> You know, it could go, uh, you could go other ways with that. Oh yeah. You could become a bank robber. Oh oh my God. Who knows? Um,
2: Um, I would, I would like to, um, to play my next song now. Because that is from Quadrophenia again, and you have one from Quadrophenia, yeah. as I as know. So, so Quadrophenia so chunk. It's, oh wait, no, uh, we're going to play yours first okay. because um, yours is, as a matter of fact, you know, in the in the flow of um, of songs, actually, we should have played your first because it's before Bellboy. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So and it's called. It's called Sea and Sand. Here by the sea and sand, nothing ever goes as planned. <sighs> And it starts slow Just with the guitar and the voice And then again, breaks loose You can just keep it playing Because my cue is at 20 seconds So yeah. Yeah, we're there now
1: I mean, I did not grow up uh, with uh, uh, you know with a drunken mom and a drunken dad. And I did. You did. (laughs) I did. And I mean, that must be that must be some tricky business to navigate when you're a a teen or a preteen
2: or whatever. It was. It was. It was interesting. It was. You know. I I can. I can. No. Ever. I always said it's interesting. Did they throw you out like this? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, and this is why I because can relate were, to Corofina. So, did they throw you out because you were
1: you were bad news, or because they had the problem?
2: Uh, I think it was a combination. You know, okay. it was never bad news in terms of of um, uh, felony. Yeah. You know? but, yeah, yeah. But there was uh, there were. You know, I would have been I would have been in jail for mm-hmm. for 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 a couple of things that I that I did. But it turned out well, you mm-hmm. know, because I had a great framework of friends yeah. and I had some some. Um, some guidance mm-hmm. uh, by Jutta, for example. Yeah. you know, and and these people. So it turned out well, but it kind of like um, it, 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 at home it was was interesting times. Yeah. Uh, my father being a maniac, my my mother psychopath. So so intelligent man, mm-hmm. charismatic man, but with without any any fuse for any of his actions. Why do you think? Uh, and of course,
1: this is a whole other podcast yeah. and a whole other.
2: But why with, do you think with Paul with Paul Gilmartin, right? Yeah, with
1: Paul Gilmartin. <laughs> mental illness happy hour. Why <laughs> do you think people uh, like like that? And I'm not yeah. saying that have that, that that have even have children. You know what I mean. It doesn't seem like they're like they should. You know what I mean.
2: It's um, I'm happy. Right. I'm from right. I'm, from a personal perspective. Yes, yes. You know, I'm 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 absolutely uh, yes, and happy and gl- that. And
1: we're glad you're born. But or we're born, or we wouldn't be doing this. Abso- podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Y- y- do you understand what I mean? Like, I
2: like, do. I do. Yeah. Um, so it's. Um, I I'd answer that with no. They shouldn't. Yeah. But things happen, mm-hmm. and things also develop. Yeah. I I believe that there is a certain mind or character set that you that you have, but then also things develop all of a sudden and then the darkness breaks loose or yeah. finds its way. Not only the darkness but also mm-hmm. the, the 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 pure um, maniac Whatever we yeah. want, want to call it, you know, and 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 that's and that's it. But I have to say, I, I learned, I learned a, lot of, a stuff, lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. You know, I'm basically taking care of myself since I'm 16 yeah, to help you navigate through life, and it was great, and it was absolutely great. And um, so my mother got never drunk on stout, you know, as in C right. and sand, you know, she had uh, uh, she had brandy. So, mm. but, but it, that doesn't rhyme.
1: It was. Uh, did you read Pete's autobiography? Yes, I did. Some some. It's not. It's not a fun. No. read and not a fun book mm, he's very serious i mean like right after i read that i read rod stewart's autobiography that's different yeah it was so night and day yes. it was like rod stewart seems to be seemed to be the happiest guy felt so lucky to you know have had a career in music since the time he was like mid-teens and takes responsibility for all his mistakes uh, it's it just, it was just such a different read. Yeah. And, and, it, it, I, Pete Townsend, like, he doesn't have, he's not self deprecating, doesn't have any sense of humor about himself. And maybe there's none there. Maybe, I don't know what would make Pete Townsend laugh. Is he going to see Ted too? <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, who is he would call, yeah uh, he would call that rubbish is
2: what he would yes call it. yes
1: but um yeah i just uh it was a different read it was a great a great read
2: but really different it is it is different it is sinister
1: it is because like at parts in his life like you know when he's he's sent off to live with his grandmother yes he sent i can't imagine he's like five i can't imagine sending my daughter somewhere where it wasn't Necessarily a safe place to be no. when she was five, just to get him out of the house because his mom it was his mom having an affair or yeah. whatever. It wasn't. They took him out of a bad situation, put him in a worse situation. It was not good.
2: No, no, that's right, that's right. So, so, yeah, but people cope with it, you know, yeah. and and some some do better, some do worse, and yeah. uh, and Pete did did you know in terms of he found his he found the music. But he always was. uh, He still is an angry young man. Mm -hmm. He still is an angry young man. He is not happy with how things are. Uh, I just picked up. It just came out on on Blu-ray. It's the
1: um, Live at Shea from 1982. Yep. Every shot of Pete. He looks so pissed off the whole entire show. He just does not look like he's having any fun.
2: He, at, it, it was a difficult time at, at that time for for him, and he was, I think, eighty two. He still was heavy on speed, so, and okay. he was he was trying to get away from yeah. from that. I don't know. If it, I it probably was that, but that was a time where he was really, where he was, really more, even more grumpy than than.
1: But this is supposed to be like your farewell show, one of your last couple of shows, and. You know, you would think you would I- embrace it. He just looked like, pfft. yeah, couldn't couldn't be
2: bothered. No, nope. you know and and all these all these experiences, you know, mm-hmm. from 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 the years before, and it was a tough time because you know Roger uh, didn't want Kenny nope. in, in in this, uh, uh, so it was a tough time for him to to handle all of this. But speaking of Shea, before, don't forget your what, what you are saying. Speaking of Shea, the Shea Stadium, you, the supporting band to to the Who, was no, the Clash, the Clash, and a friend of mine, Norbert, was there. Great. So, and he came back, he came back from, so he was in a student exchange in in, Mm -hmm. in the U.S., and he came back and he said, listen, the Clash and the Who, Shea Stadium, I saw him. And everybody went,
1: oh. oh." uh, It's so funny because you see how angry Pete looks. And Pete is wearing like, he's like trying to embrace the early 80s clothing and it does it's not working for him and roger has like a gold lame suit on with his collar (laughs) popped up and he's got a pompadour i mean it's like he looks just like he looks like you know he should be like uh in in greece singing beauty school dropout i mean (laughs) but um it's true it's
2: it's yeah it was it was weird it was weird times for for the who you know and especially Mm -hmm. and and exactly you know what, what you what you mentioned you could you could nail that down on the clothes they were wearing yeah and some of the promotion shots with uh for face dances yeah you go oh jesus christ people really yeah one what are you wearing that's even for the 80s that's a little bit edgy yeah yeah yeah. really it is yeah and and then there's there's um now everybody smile, you know, give me your best to deliver, mm. speak to the camera. <laughs> and you can you can hear the photographer, you know, talking yeah, about yeah. this and you go, N- just, it's not them, you know. No. It's, it's, it's not, not, let's not do a promotional shot for the Who. Yeah, There's one um, where they are in front of a concert hall mm. where they are up against a wall, um, Roger wearing that striped shirt. Mm. Uh, so it must be, and, and Keith was still alive. That was a promotional shot. Where I say I have, I have that. Where where I say that's fantastic. Just yeah. for up on a on a wrecked wall f- somewhere concert hall. Yeah. I love that. Um,
1: they uh, uh, the one thing about when I've seen every time I've seen the Who, when Pete steps up to the mic to uh, engage the audience, mm-hmm. it is not it's not um, it's not stage patter that he says every night. And so so mo- yeah. so, so many bands I see. The guy steps up He goes hey, blah, blah, How you doing blah, blah. Pete is just talking Off the cuff Yeah And it is great I have a bunch of um, I have a bunch of Live CDs They released uh, I forget what the, uh, the Company is But they, they They were recording Every show And releasing Every show Okay at, at a time And I I bought a bunch of those And it's It's just phenomenal His What he says yeah. If he's in a bad mood He's if, in a bad mood he, he, He'll tell you uh, He lashes out
2: on, on everyone Yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, whose turn is it? I just it's played "Sea and Sand," so "Sea and I Sand." It.
2: So, uh, and I'm going to play "From Quadrophenia," which, by the way, is the album that I would take on a deserted island. Pretty great album. It's it's you know that ha- it has so many aspects to it. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to play "The Rock." <laughs> Um, it's it's all, they're all there uh, except for for, 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 Roger, for Roger for Roger on this you know but it's um, the combination you know of synthesizer and the um, the organ and the drums just loving it really just loving it
1: uh, yeah that's a great instrumental that's just uh, and I'm not a big instrumental guy I've said that before I like lyrics but uh, yep. that rock is a pretty great song uh, my next uh, my next song is uh, a song that I could listen to over and over and over and over again. I never get sick of it. I just I, it's it's clocks in at just a little bit over two minutes long, and if I ever went to see the Who and they didn't play it, I would, I would be bummed because I, I I just love I can't explain. Uh-oh.
2: A masterpiece it is it so is a little bit of heaven it, it it is indeed and it's also also crisp yeah it's well produced mm-hmm. but also you know when they when they played it live the different version different versions that you mm-hmm. see uh of, of that being played live it is it is it is still very crisp it yeah. is it's it's roger singing right there and it's 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 keith and it's uh, it's just ah. it's just that opening oh, I'm so, just i'm so man, excited man, Can't man, speak.
1: it's just a, it's good uh, yeah
2: Although what I what I have to say, you know, if you look at that, and I wonder why that is. There's a lot of rock bands with 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 riffs that are that are famous. Yeah. Take take the Stones, take the Beatles, mm-hmm. uh, uh, take uh, Rage Against the Machine. You know, yeah. to take those. There's a lot of riffs, but but the but the Who. There's there's also riffs, but the mm-hmm. riffs never never got famous, mm-hmm. as in as in uh, um, Satisfaction, for yeah. example but can't explain is a is a, a legit riff
1: i uh, this will sound this is sound, might sound crazy but uh the band foreigner yeah. every one of their hit singles yeah. has an amazing guitar intro or riff yeah. every single one and it's just i mean of course that's not as famous as uh as the stones and stuff either but uh, i always i think people forget how how riff heavy mick jones from foreigner was true yeah
2: true and i i always want also wonder you know what makes a what makes a a riff mm-hmm. famous so why is smoke on the water yeah famous and another riff that might be great as well isn't so what yeah. makes it famous so what, what are the ingredients but I if know. we would know you know you and i you know would the, be would be yeah. creating such a riff. acdc amazing riffs yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. i think you have to be you have to know what you do when you do this and you have a little bit yeah. of luck it's just you know yeah. just an idea what,
1: who what 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 can I play with these six strings that are going to make people's ears perk up <laughs> yeah, yeah, and how many combinations are there with those six strings
2: <laughs> Too amazing many. Um, it's your turn I it's think. my turn I play yes so um who are you we're going to who are you, and I'm going to skip for the sake of time i'm going to skip um, head enough, although I love head enough uh, because it it really is it's pete's pete's lyrics again you know obviously you know in roger's voice but it's also it speaks so much uh, of roger's soul i've had enough of being nice yeah uh great it's just angry but what i'm going to play and i love this song um and this song gave me a lot of confidence And a lot of that was always my my safe haven, so to speak. Um, It's guitar and pen. your guitar or your pen I mean it's such a simple idea but it's 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 so true yeah and it's the whole story basically of being of being uh, out alone and fighting and all mm-hmm. this but you can always go back and and have it write some music and yes sometimes you will fail but mm-hmm. then uh, start sticking together and and start writing again yep. uh, continue
1: and that's how I mean that's how Kids still still feel today. Yep. What, what am I going to do? What am I going to do to make my mark? What is it going to be? Yep. Or is it? Am I just going to? Am I going to be a school teacher? And that's. That's what I want to be, and that's great. Whatever you
2: know what I mean, but, but that's the wrong path. No, no it's <laughs> just you know just being a teacher who. You don't oh, think is a teacher's you... good? No, no, no. I believe it's, but it's made my own my own uh, experience. You know, with with teachers. No, 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 no. Some I have a very. It's so good funny, fr- like, how old is your daughter? Uh, she she turns nine in September. Nine. And I have a t- ten and a half, fourteen. Yeah. Year. And does your daughter?
1: Does your daughter love school? Oh, she does. Now see, those are because the teachers are better now. Like my daughter. They love to go to school i didn't yeah. like to go to school no. no i don't remember kids liking to go to school they love to go to school yeah and the teachers the teachers that we meet and have conferences yeah. with they're like saints they, <laughs> they
2: love what they do they can't i mean it's 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 it, it's different now how could you how could you love dealing with other people kids and i'm sounding cynical here well, but, but because it's, you you couldn't be a teacher that You're, is that is true on all yeah. oh so many levels yeah. I, I I'm not a good teacher at all I can tell people what to do mm-hmm. yeah. but but I cannot teach them I can show people yeah. how, how it's the best way because I know it's the best way right I don't yeah. but and, I, uh, I tend to and I
1: love kids but I don't think I I, I wouldn't be a good teacher either because I no. mean you know you, you hit
2: your breaking point yeah about 10 a.m <laughs> <laughs> not only that I'm I'm the first one to to, to horse around
1: yeah right i'm
2: the first one you know when when something come up comes up you know where 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 we could create in uh, complete mayhem in the class Mm -hmm. i'd I'd be the first one even as a teacher yeah i start the the the, the chalk throwing i'll start that yeah so maybe not a good idea so whatever whatever wherever my my career path takes me it's it's not teaching it's it's not teaching no um It's your turn Next I had two songs From uh, Face Dances
1: But uh, I'm going to skip Another Tricky Day Just because uh, I mean it's 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 amazing song But uh, let's give John Entwistle Some some lead vocal uh, Performance here Let's listen to The Quiet One
2: It is, it is really a great song, you know. And what I always, always um, um, wondered was, why did, did he come up with that song so late? So because he is the yeah. quiet one. Yeah. And you can see, but you can't hear me. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought, hey, that was released in 81, so yeah. I want to come up with it in 72. I know, right. Or or was it just, you know what? Maybe Pete said, you know what, John? You're a rather quiet character. <laughs> yeah. And John said, Really? You think so?
1: Why don't you maybe write a song about? Maybe it? Maybe he
2: didn't know he was quiet. Maybe, maybe, he maybe he yeah. just he just uh, looked at the others and said, "I'm I'm I'm the wildest one of them all <laughs> maybe, inside." Maybe inside, I am just just maybe, a crazy. Maybe off stage, he was wild. That, well, he not was wilder uh, than Keith. It, although although th- they say that that um, John was Keith's wingman. <laughs> there you go. On on everything that they did. Uh, I think, except for the for the Heroin, um, I don't believe that John John did cocaine, yeah. but not Heroin. But but on the wild stuff, John was Keith's wingman. Wow! So and if you look at him, you go, oh, okay, interesting, interesting stuff. So and then and then
1: Pete Pete was a he was a drinker. Yes, and, and Roger was probably a womanizer
2: he 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 was yes but he was he was a, a he drank as well as far as i mm-hmm. understand and I, I believe you know they they did recreational drugs you know yeah. everybody you know now and then but it seemed like
1: it seemed like roger could deal with it the
2: best it it looks like as if he he probably never got addicted but uh the others the others had some some control problems yeah. over over the substances so whereas roger always kept it uh kept it clean so to speak,
1: isn't that? I think that's one of the parts of the book, or, or in a documentary I saw, where Roger, if they would show up, if they would show up uh, out of their mind, yeah. Roger would be pissed off.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he was he was always he um he loved the who the most. Yeah, this is what he said. He was it was his that was his family that was his world that was yeah. it, and he hated when anything happened. To, he loved all of them yeah he was devastated when, when Keith died. he was devastated when, when John died yeah. and he, he has his, uh, his problems still yeah. with Pete yeah but he loves him to bits yeah. he would he would go everywhere for that man and this is why he was so pissed you know when when, when somebody showed up you know and was in a state of mind or a state of, 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 of buddy you know where he goes, "No, let's yeah. do something about it."
1: It'll be a, tr- it'll be tricky for either one of those guys, whoever goes, passes first. Yeah. Because, uh.
2: Especially, you know, when you have characters like, like, like this. I mean, can you imagine, you know, losing, losing a, and everybody, everybody who, who met Keith mm. and talks about this. Yeah. Obviously, I have never said he was the, the nicest and most gentle Gener- generous and generous person you ever know. Yeah. He was entirely mad, but he was so a so beautiful soul to hang around with yeah you know uh, joe walsh met him and Mm -hmm. he said the scariest moment i had in joe walsh said that the (laughs) scariest moment i had in my life when i found out that keith moon liked me so and i have in my in my in my office i might have uh, told that story before in my office i have a photo of Mm -hmm. of joe and keith in a bar standing together and looking at each other and you could see trouble is starting exactly in that moment Uh
1: So. Yeah, Joe Walsh is, a, is an amazing survivor oh. of all this. Oh, yes. For him to be, oh, yes, to still be around and, and loving life yeah. now more yeah. than
2: ever, I think. Yeah, true. Um, it's your turn. No, it's my turn. It's your turn. It's my turn. Um, so um, I'm going to an album which I believe is, uh, is overlooked a lot, uh, and that's The Who by Numbers. And this would be the album that...
1: I it doesn't get much play from me and I don't know why I mean I try and I like I like slipkid I like however much I booze I I I like squeeze boxes silly as a song is yeah but I just don't um this one never this is the one Hmm. that never really I never took to and I don't know why Slipkid's amazing.
2: Slipkid's amazing. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of, of Squeezebox. I mean, there's a lot of people who say Squeezebox. I don't know what this is all about. You know, it's still great music. You know, but I'm not a great fan. Yeah. But there, uh, it's a throwaway. It, it. Yeah. You know, if 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 I had to choose, you know, one yeah. song, you know, uh, um, Squeezebox would go. Yeah. So, um, but there is th- that album was on heavy rotation for for quite some years on, uh, uh, in my household. So. And I'm going to play a a song, which which I so deeply love, uh, which is so beautiful, which is blue, red, and gray, and it's the ukulele and or is it probably yes, it's a ukulele and uh, it's Pete singing, mm-hmm. and then it's the horns by by John in now, in the background. Now before you play it, I saw Roger toward solo yes a couple years ago
1: to keep his voice in shape when The Who wasn't touring and he uh, he played this live. Fantastic. So let's start.
0: Some people seem so obsessed with the morning Get up early just to watch the sunrise Some people like it more when there's fire in the sky Worship the sun when it's high Some people go for those sultry evenings Sipping cocktails in the blue, red and grey
1: that that chokes me up well see when i get when i get back uh to the states next week i'll pull this out and, yeah. and give it another listen but if you just i don't know why i just don't know why this is the one that yeah doesn't so when you said it was overlooked it's, it's overlooked it's by yeah. me
2: too but by, by you too okay um <laughs> you too no um sorry um and I have another one from, and I would like to play that now from sure. uh, from the Who by Numbers, which is uh, How Many Friends, that is called, and, and uh, it goes on like this. <laughs> Listen to the bass. I'm
0: feeling so good right now There's a handsome boy tells me how
2: the who by numbers is i believe one of the one of the um best display of their of their genius playing their instruments Mm -hmm. every one of them the voice the drums the bass uh, uh pete on guitar it's it's the display of roger being able to to sing real beautiful and subtle and then burst out without screaming yeah this is, I, you know, this is, I believe, what distinguishes Roger's voice from a lot of rock singers mm-hmm. is that he can sing aloud and with energy and anger and power without screaming. Yeah. He can go, he can go there and, and have, have a, have a wave of energy coming at you, but it's not, it's not. Ah! Yeah. Like Mick Jagger's
1: voice is almost personality driven. Yeah you know i mean he can sing you know on a song like Angie or something he can he can sing nice yes but but Roger Daltrey can really sing beautifully yes and then and then scream yeah yeah and and rock and rock exactly um, so well that song that
2: song is amazing yeah and um i got to listen to that album now when i go home yeah please do please do it really is fantastic and really really take take time and listen to the different parts listen to to just john Mm -hmm. or listen to just keith what they're doing in the background and john is is amazing on this album
1: amazing i uh i'm definitely gonna listen to it and uh i might even pull out the uh the lyrics and follow along which is what i used to do when i was a kid
2: You just sit there in your bedroom and follow along. And it was a quite a hunt for for the lyrics because yeah. you know you had to find them somewhere. And and it was always great when you had an album where the lyrics were printed on the sleeve. Yes, you the loved leaflet. It. It was, oh, fantastic! <laughs> this is how I learned English. Oh, really? Thru- I, uh, th- through, through this? Music through music? You, through music. I was listening to the uh, uh, to the to the lyrics, and I was trying to find the lyrics for reading. And mm-hmm. I had a dictionary uh, uh, next to to the lyrics and looked up the words. Wow! One of the first words I uh, I, I, I I learned more complicated mm-hmm. learns was uh, uh, through the Beatles. You know, appreciate. Yeah, didn't know what that mean. You know, uh, that's and, great. Uh, and, and
1: looked it up. You know, look at that. You are a teacher. You taught yourself how to.
2: That's you know. Yeah. I, I and, and I don't like myself as a teacher. You know that tells you <laughs> that tells you a story. I think I'm a crap teacher for myself. You know. So uh,
1: my next song is. Uh, I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna play you this. And we're gonna play the song, and then I'm gonna play, and you can just take it from the beginning. Yeah, uh, and then I'm gonna play the first time I heard the song, which was not by the Who. It was someone else was recording had recorded this song, and that's the first time I, I had heard it. So anyway, this is uh, from a quick one from 1966. This is a, I love this song. This is so sad about us. Uh, we didn't get to hear it, but it was apologies mean nothing when the damage is done, but I can't switch off my loving like you can't switch off the sun. It's just simple, yeah. but it's uh, yeah. so the first time I heard this song was not by the who it was by uh, uh, it was a teen teen pop star. I'm just seeing that it's hilarious I, and uh, he he had an album come out of uh, of cover songs and the album was called the wasp
2: and Is that an abbreviation wasp. I don't know. I just think it's
1: and it wasn't the wasp, it's was just called Wasp. Okay. But this album was produced by Todd Rundgren. Oh. And so this is So Sad About Us by Sean Cassidy. This is- uh, and I think you'll definitely hear Todd doing background vocals and stuff. It's
2: not so bad. It's not too so bad.
1: basically a utopia album with um with sean cassidy singing lead vocal yeah <laughs> but um yeah that's the first time i heard that song. i didn't even know it was a who song until i looked at the liner notes and so oh, pete great. townsend i'm like is yeah. this a who song and then i discovered it
2: that's i know that's it, hilarious so wasp wasn't there wasn't there a a um hair metal band called wasp there yes yeah, it was and there. wasn't wasn't that an acronym for we are sexually perverse i think you're right yeah yeah not a good band no, 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 not, not at all. Ter- I mean, in my opinion. No, I, it's, it's it's all those hair metal. I I ter- always me. looked
1: at it and went. Yeah. I like a lot of hair metal, but I did not like. It just seem like they're trying too hard. Wasp. <laughs>
2: Wasp. Yes.
1: The lead singer is Blackie Lawless. Uh, oh, oh. And he would wear a uh, he would wear a codpiece that had a circular saw blade like and it was just too much. too too much yeah and they uh what was their one song they opened for kiss once when i saw kiss and they had a song called fuck like a beast (laughs) and when you go when you would go to kiss even back you know in 80 this was 82 83 parents would be there with kids would still be at a kiss concert for some reason even though they weren't doing all the you know so when the guy comes out and says this next one's fuck like a beast i'm like oh boy here we go (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) hated it
2: hated wasp so much oh by um by the way the billy idol concert mm-hmm. they during Moni Money, Money <sighs> they didn't do that they didn't they did not do that so maybe it's an american thing yes god do i hate when they do it i i was waiting for it and i i had a comment to Yuta <gasps> just you know i said yeah i hate it. and pat hates it too so uh you just saying it straight up it was string say uh, singing it straight up Good. and and but I, I had nothing to comment about. I had nothing to bitch about, right. you know. And I and was, I was angry. I was wanted to. Be oh yes, uh, I had it set up all, you know. I was, it was right there, thing on a slingshot.
1: The um, I don't even know if I like Moni Moni by Tommy James and the
2: dallas uh. I mean, it's
1: like it's like Wooly Bully or Louie Louie It's yeah.
2: fine, but I don't. Louis Louis Louis, I like. There's two versions that I like, mm. or three versions. There's yeah. one. There's one the Clark and Duke, Duke uh, project. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then the there is Kingsman. Is that, do they do it? I don't know, okay. but there's two versions of Zappa, oh, and okay. one is Louie Louis with George Duke on on um, um, keyboard, mm-hmm. and then they, there's an alternate version, Ruthie Ruthie, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I like those two. Obviously, I do.
1: Another thing I hate is when and this is way off topic, but when I go see Neil Diamond and he sings Sweet Caroline, and then <laughs> and the audience goes, bah, bah, bah. I hate that. Yeah. So much yeah. I hate it's, it. it's they're not even singing lyrics they're they're they've just i don't know who decided to do that. Who is the person that decided that I had
2: I, I I can picture the cars, the brand of cars, and the model of cars people who do that drive. <laughs> it is you know and i'm I'm not gonna say which kind of cars right. and and i i can i I know what kind of furniture they have, yeah. So it's these people. It's, it's definitely that, you know. It's. So, but have you ever been to a to a concert in in Ireland? No. So when it's like crazy, I bet it is when you go to a concert in Ireland and they're playing um, them being like a, a musical legend, like when the Dubliners still toured, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still touring, but they played like um, uh, the Wild Rover. Um, people sing along and clap along but but they know what they're doing they know what they're doing they know what they're doing and it's great and, and everyone's once involved in it there's this crazy clapping patterns that you have to do and and everybody knows them and you wow. as a foreigner completely shut up because you you would ruin it yeah yeah and but it's great it's fantastic you know be, and i love you know going to to concerts with uh with irish bands anyways can I, can you, ha- let me
1: see your power cord once just for, I, I don't know why I don't believe you, Yeah, but I'm going to, I'm gonna, just going to see
2: because that's a new power cord oh, there. Yeah. See, it doesn't, fit yeah, it. believe me, it doesn't fit at me. all. It's yeah. Well, thanks, from you from, know, no, from here,
1: from here, it looks like it's going
2: to fit. Yeah. But you know, it's trust me. I'm at For eight, once, I'm at eight. I'm at eight percent. So it's, you're at eight percent, and I don't have an adapter with that. That's so. okay. Okay, um,
1: I just won't know what I'm playing, and you just have to. I'll just have to peek, peek around. Over it's there. it's no worries,
2: no worries. Let's do that. I'm uh, almost
1: through my. How many did songs did you bring today? So I have fourteen. So I'm on my last two. Oh, okay, good. Yep. And, I, and I'm uh, and. Um, and I just took one off my list, so uh, I took Slip Kit off because we yeah. played two from yeah. Who by Numbers. Okay,
2: but, okay, so okay, go ahead, cool. So uh, the next two ones are from Who's Next, and I'm not going to play the obvious ones. Um, I thought uh, are these deep album cuts, but I can I I don't know because for me, nothing is a deep album cut at, at the Who. There's no There's
1: especially Who's Next. There's no deep album cut. No, a- everything got played on FM radio. It.
2: I don't know about these two, Pure and Easy. Well, that is that's a that's a bonus track. That's a bon- bonus true. track. That's a bonus. It's track. not on the original. It's on running no, order. It's not on the original release. You are right. It's on like the expanded remastered version. That is that is right. It's not on the but vinyl. It's
1: a, p- play pure and Easy though, because it's an amazing. I'll tune. do that. i don't know why that wasn't on i mean you want to make who's next better yeah add
2: that song to it It, true but the listener uh, this is a message to the listener you should have seen pat looking at me when i said pure and easy and he said no wait that is not in the original running order it's a bonus Mm, track it's like a nerd idiot
1: (laughs) wait a minute yeah no no it was it was
2: pure pure he was disgusted by what i what i said it was it was really he was about to leave the room get a stick and hit me with that stick i just don't um uh i just called foul i call foul on that <laughs> it's but yeah, yes yes and with a certain notion
1: but how how is that how is a song like that not i mean that's like uh how is that not even on the album
2: it's, <laughs> so i mean as soon as it started yeah
1: I was like, oh,
2: this is so great. It is. It is fantastic. And then uh, later in the song, you know, when uh, there once was a note, listen, you know, with the clapping and all this, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's, it's a fantastic. song. There's so many s- who songs that aren't like
1: on proper albums, like uh, I think naked, eye, naked or eye,
2: reflex talking about naked eye.
1: Is that three? Is it reflex? No, it's no, no. Re- what am I thinking? That's a Duran Duran song. What, <sighs> what song am I thinking of? Re- um, oh God. Dummy.
2: We're, we're, uh,
1: relay. Which, replay what is it
2: i don't someone help me relay 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 can't recall what what that one is i'm sorry i got the lyrics here i can sing it you're gonna sing it everyone Uh, that's gonna sing something no i'm not gonna sing it at all because now i'm looking at the lyrics anyway has anyone seen pet playing the drums by the way <laughs> i love that there is a little video out there you playing the drums and here's the detail which i loved where, where, where i stood up and bowed down and said <laughs> you know what you're doing you're holding your snare stick like Stuart copeland yeah i was i was, yeah i was holding it correctly i was not in rock drummer
1: mode uh i would love to have a drum set my my nephew has one but it's back in pennsylvania and every time i go home i i i say look yeah like everyone comes over to my parents house and then i say okay now while everyone's here i'm going over to your house and play drums because you can't play drums when there's people in the house it's just so yeah. off- it's offensive. <laughs> it it, it <laughs> it's is an offensive intrusive. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. and uh, like it's not like you pull out pull out your acoustic guitar no. and you're just playing nicely and everyone's uh-huh. like, oh, that's amazing. When you, you wailing on the drums, people are like, oh, noise. <laughs> I have a Roland
2: V drum set at home. Can you play or? it? It and it, it would be well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that further to play it. But I had fun playing. Yeah, you know. It's so this it's fun. It it's is. It's a release. It's a yeah. nice. Good, good <laughs> it workout <is>. too. <laughs> it is um so you're up next
1: uh let's skip around here um i was gonna play a new song from who are you it's amazing mm-hmm. let's uh, let's touch on the uh, the last proper uh who album mm-hmm. uh called endless wire mm-hmm. which i think has is is a, is a pretty solid album yep i mean sure it doesn't hold up with the best of the who but i mean i would love it if we could get one more album out of the guys i would i mean they they have a they have a single out now called be lucky yes and, and they uh, played that in uh, Hyde Park yeah and it's mm-hmm. it's it's an it's a nice song yep that's how Roger used to end all the shows by saying telling that to the audience every time mm-hmm. I see him he'd say be lucky Yep. but this is a song um, from endless wire called black widow's eyes and it's uh, it's about uh, Stockholm syndrome where you fall in oh, love yeah, with yeah. your uh, uh, with your captor with ca- yep so let's play it from the top
0: In your black widow's eyes I was prepared To be unprepared Be preparing For life I fell right in love with you To a thousand Parts I believe I fell right In love with you
1: But that's a pretty solid song. This is a proper Who song. It is, and it's uh, it's the only song on the album that Zach Starkey plays drums on. Yeah, because I think he was touring with Oasis. Oh yeah, and uh, and and so they have a, another drummer on the rest of the album. But um, yeah, I mean that's that sounds like the Who to me. It
2: does. It yeah. does. And what what I figured out is that that Rogers singing, um, so his voice you can hear. You know that it is an, uh, an older gentleman's voice. Yeah still it's still there he hits mm-hmm. every note yep. um i don't know how much is produced uh, uh like in post production after that but i assume you know it is yet yeah, but not not as much as uh, um as modern artist uh would have to would have to do or or need to do yep. um but he gets more in, in his singing in his in his language more and more english yes. the older he gets mm-hmm. there is there's a uh, uh, you couldn't you couldn't tell his former singing uh is it is it English is American whatever you yeah. know but but now it's, it's 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 very English. Well, that's the thing about the that's the thing about Ray Davies. He yeah.
1: always embraced the Cockney and the yes and the English, and he did not shy away from from that. True. And when Ray Davies would write a song, he'd sing about things that um, you know. I have no idea. I, I mean, I didn't grow up here in yeah. England, so I don't know what it's you know. Uh, drink a cup of tea, and I mean, very English. I mean, his, yes. the lyrics to the Kink songs. Uh, are so English, yep. you know what I mean, yep. and that and yep. uh, and then when you come here and you and you see what he's singing about, you know, if you go to Waterloo and, and actually see a Waterloo sunset, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. The first time we came here, um, Pilar took me on uh, a kinks tour, we saw the house where they grew up, and we saw the the. Oh, I, Chris Hold Arms I think where they first played I think I'm saying that right okay. and it was, uh, the fr- I saw Conk Studios mm-hmm. you know you can only see the fr- it's literally you just drive down a street and there's yep. houses and stuff and then boom Conk it just says Conk and Neon and um, yeah that was
2: really really cool to see some of these things there is so. when you when you walk down down Soho mm-hmm. so when you basically started when you cross Regent Street yeah. and start from there Great right, model Street and in uh, Carnaby Street, I uh, uh, hate what they've done to Carnaby Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and y- y- you have everywhere you have those little little signs, those little road signs. This happened here. This happened here. This happened here. Yeah. In terms of pop culture, yeah, which I which I really do love. I so took,
1: I took a picture of one yesterday. Did let you let me uh, let me read it? It's, uh, it it uh, it goes along with today's episode for sure. It was, um, it says, it says Keith Moon, Mm -hmm. legendary rock drummer with the who, uh, performed here the site of the marquee club. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. Yeah. And that was, uh, yeah. So you don't like those or you do like, I do like these. Okay, good. Of course I do. Why wouldn't I like those? I don't know. I don't know.
2: Because, because I, I, because I, because I made, because I made a mistake in, 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 Placing like pure and easy in the original album because because I, are you giving me that attitude right now? No, are you because you said you didn't like what they did with Carnaby Street, so I didn't know if no, but you know But that's a difference. That's okay. a different Carnaby Street back in the time. I was I was at Carnaby Street uh, first time when I was 14 and it was a full-on uniformed mod with, with with everything, and that was Carnaby Street. At that time, was mods and rockers and tets and skins, and mm-hmm. there was subculture and music in the streets and fighting, and it was it was fantastic. And now it's just replay and Nike and and <laughs> and cheap Mondays and wow, and that's true. go. Duh. Uh, people from all over the world coming to visit to that disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> how many more uh, How many more songs do you have? you one. have one one i have one what is your song naked eye it is naked eye because yeah. um it's again it's a masterpiece and it's a masterpiece you know that wasn't on the original one and here it comes Yeah. hello <laughs>
3: Take a
0: little dope and I walk out in the air. The stars are all connected to the brain.
2: The stars are all connected to the brain.
0: Find me a woman and lay down on the ground. The pleasure comes falling down like rain. Get myself a car. I feel power as I fly. Oh, now I'm really in control. It all looks fine to the naked eye, but it don't really happen that way at all. Don't happen that way at all.
2: Fantastic.
1: That is. Uh, that is. I've been saying amazing all day long, but it is. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean, what do you want me to say? Stellar?
2: Let's <laughs> let's say stellar. Yeah. Um, stars connected to the brain stellar, you know, just keeping the theme.
1: Now, uh, when we, well, let's play out, when we play out, we'll do a little promoting first, but when we play out, uh, just let, just let, um, we're going to play out with substitute. Yes. We have to play out with that. Yes. But we, you can just let it play and we just, we just won't talk through yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, Frank, thanks for setting this up. It's uh, such a thrill to talk passionately about the Who. I've wanted to do it since I started the podcast, and you're the one that suggested it.
2: And um, Kyle, as a matter of fact, did. Did he? He did. He did because you know when we did the the Zappa episode, and I said that you could, we, uh, was, I could come back with me anytime. time. And Kyle said, and that Kyle no said, longer holds true. <laughs> This is your <laughs> swan song. That's, yeah. Yeah. I felt that. I yeah. felt that still, you know, That's and I, right. you know, it still hurts, you know, that, 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 that the strokes of the stick, you know, still hurt, you know? So yeah, you're right. Kyle did say you guys should do a who episode. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Kyle. And he, Kyle, he, he, He's, he, he's a good man. He, like he's Kyle. a
1: very nice guy. He is. Good kid. He is. I say good kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've known he's, him since from, I, from I, our perspective, from where, known, where we are, I've known him his whole entire life. I've changed his diaper. I've seen Kyle's uh, poopy bum. Yeah. About two weeks ago, was <laughs> it? Yeah, well, yes, it was. <laughs> uh, so, no, this was so great. Uh, you, uh, Frank took the the bull by the horns, and he uh, he planned this whole entire thing. And uh, he gave me, he emailed me the secret location. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made my way down here. It was very mm-hmm. secretive. I had to go through security. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, he picked me up uh, down the street. At, uh, I was having a... Bl- blindfolded uh, you? Yep, and brought me here. And... Uh, it was like it was like the song black widow's eyes <laughs> 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 uh, but no this is great i, I love when i uh, i'm, I'm going to be and i know you're you're not a u2 fan mm. but i'm going to be recording a u2 episode soon with uh, the two biggest u2 fans i know Marie Mar- mariano oh. and aaron Gould, who uh, who actually who 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 did the new logo that's yeah, uh, already yeah. in place uh, uh, by the time this airs and uh, and, and I, I wish you I, good luck with that thank you but i mean like, you know i uh, it would be like if I talk to you with your friend about Billy Idol; she would be super passionate sure, about it. So sure. and, and that that's fun. Just to what you can do when that episode comes on is when the music comes on, you can turn it down and then turn it back up for the talking.
2: I'll I'll do that. I'll uh, yeah. That's a good that's a good. Or maybe point. that's the first one you want to listen to. Or, or or may or maybe I I, I try to work through it. Maybe I find some nuggets in there in the that, music. That would be great. Um, but, uh, th- again, thanks for
1: doing this. This was so great. Um, Always I didn't, a pleasure. For, I didn't, for once, I didn't have to do anything except pick songs and show up. So if the production's terrible, it's all
2: on Frank's <laughs> it's, head. It's all on me. It's we, all on me. No, and I have, to thank, I have to thank the guys from Music Network mm-hmm. in, in Zurich uh, because they not only helped me with, with all the equipment, yeah. uh, they helped me to configure it. And right away and on the spot, and it's Music Network in Zurich, and they are they're the fantastic, fantastic group. Of do they have a website? I wonder. Uh, Music Network. Let's look for it. Dot oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Frank, you're on Twitter. I am on Twitter at uh, Frank at Frank Beernut. Beernut. Biernat
1: B I E R N A T. Correct. Uh, we are at Rock Solid Podcast. I'm sorry, that's wrong. We are at Rock Solid Show because uh, if it was Rock Solid Podcast, that was too many characters, so we had to do. Rock Solid show and I am at Pat underscore Francis you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com and read Andrew Rich's uh, amazing show notes he puts a lot of work into it puts his own brand of humor into it and uh, I I love that he does that Um, this week's uh, artwork is done by uh, Joshua I say Tayback but I think it's not pronounced Tayback so uh, sorry Joshua but he did amazing artwork Frank hasn't even seen it yet I don't have it to show him either but uh, it is so good I loved it um what else go download uh, episode two uh, 200a for a buck 99 if you're so inclined um and uh you can get the donation button click that and uh, that would be great and uh let's play out with a little substitute
2: we do Pat. thank you very much you're welcome and thank safe travels
1: and you too